It's the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and joining me right now is a true renaissance man, in addition to being an advocate for above-the-neck wellness and health, as well as overall wellness and health, also an author, also an athlete, also a baseball awards presenter, Eddie Popowski's number one fan, a swell dresser, a neat dancer, also a doting grandfather, a loving husband, and a fantastic father, as well as an avid skier. He is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. He is Mr. Tom Raffio. Tom, how are you today? Fantastic, Jay. You know why I'm fantastic? Because you're Go with ahead. me and Tom Hooper we're about to introduce. So mm -hmm. all, all the positivity that surrounds me uh, makes me even more energized. How's that? I love that. That's great. So with that, why don't we introduce Tom Hooper, who's the CEO and co-founder of 603 Endurus. Tom, thank you for joining me today. Really, Hi, how are you? Um, and uh, this is my favorite topic after dental insurance. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my prior guest, Dr. Mitch Gray. Uh, Jay was talking about above the neck health and Mitch and I spent a lot of time together talking about veterans oral health. And one of the things, of course, I've learned in the running community is that uh, uh, most people at races are concerned about health, and it's given me a great opportunity to get the oral health message out. So there's a lot of connections between racing and, and Delta Dental. But before we go there, let's get, why don't we start with, because I always get from my listeners, they want to know more about who I am interviewing. So tell us about your career, um, and then also how uh, you've, you've uh, become a pretty well-known race director. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really planned. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it started off with, you know, me running races and there just wasn't a real big social aspect to it back in the day. So, you know, you know, there wasn't beer and lobster rolls and stuff like that. So, you know, we, you know, at the end of the race, you know, sit in the back of your pickup with a, with a beer kind of hanging out afterwards. And next thing you know, there was 10 or 15 people hanging out and, we just kind of started a, a little club and it expanded real fast. You know, we, we had bought, you know, 12 shirts and 12 hats and we sold out in 24 hours and then it just kind of took off from there. Um, then once we had a pretty big team and we were traveling around and seeing, you know, what races did, we thought we can do this. <laughs> right. And, uh, and that kind of, kind of snowballed. We had started with our first race was the, um, the summer fest 10 K in Dover. Um, but we, you know, kind of quickly realized that, road races were were a lot <laughs> when it comes to pd and closing roads and and all that stuff so we uh we kind of transitioned into into trail races of course trail trail racing can bring its own challenges right <laughs> absolutely it's a lot it's a lot more physical work <laughs> right with, uh, luma but uh, that's that that's great and um uh, so let's 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 pause there so um uh, you of course still do road racing but the, you know you have a lot of focus on uh trail competition so um and obviously people do both i do both you do both um so why are you sort of more inclined uh to manage trail races versus road races beyond you know what you just said about you know needing police to close roads and things like that right so i mean for you know there's two different sides of this right like personally and then professionally what we you know what 603 does versus you know 
we started to do destination races every year where, you know, we'd take off, we'd go to Montana and do, you know, the rut mountain race. Um, it was just something more that I, I enjoyed. And I figured that if I enjoyed it, I would, I would enjoy putting that on as well. Um, so that kind of is where that started. Um, you know, my first, my first road, you know, runs were all road runs, you know, I reached the beach in New Hampshire was my, was my very first introduction into, into running, um, you know, with, with, you know, coming from Conway to, to Hampton beach. So once I got a, a little taste of road and taste of trail, I kind of made the decision, you know, that's, that's kind of where I wanted to go was head into trail and, and see if we can make that bigger and better. Great. Now you're, you're a great athlete in m many different regards. And we know that from our book stories from the starting line. So, so when did you specifically know that you were, pretty darn good at running roads and, and, and trails. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm mediocre at everything. I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the middle. Um, I just had a blast. I just had a fun, so much fun. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't so much the outcome. It was, it was hanging out with everybody that the social aspect brought me there and it kept me there. Yeah, that was, I, I just knew I, I liked the the scene. So the website is 603endurance, all one word, dot com. And there's a lot of information on there. I like the this tagline, not one sport, every sport. So what's your favorite race that isn't a 603 race? Yeah, so Loon was my favorite race that wasn't a 603 race. And and now, you know, four years later, we've we've acquired, you know, uh, Loon. So I would have to say the Leadville 100 out in Colorado is my is my favorite non 603 race. So have you how many times you have you done that race? Uh, five times. Nice. Yeah. That's, yep. That that's definitely a chance. Let's pause and and talk about Loon. So I always uh, I didn't I haven't done Loon in the last couple of years, but I all when I did do it, um, it was a few weeks um, after a couple of weeks after. Um, the Delta Dental Mount Washington road race. And I always loved it because while certainly it is extremely challenging for, for my skiing friends, Jay mentioned skiing, um, the last portion of the race, you are running up walking boss. And for the, my skiing friends, you know, that's the double black diamond that you're skiing down. Well, at the end of the loon race, that's basically, you know, what you're quote unquote running up. I know, one of the years I did it, I did it as a, you know, bear crawl. And then it made sense for uh, a Delta Dental to sponsor that aspect of the race. So like whoever is, whoever is the, does the fastest um, portion, that portion off, off the walking boss gets a special bonus. And sometimes it's the overall winner, but, you know, sometimes it isn't. So I used to like it because there's, you had a, you had some downhill you had you could run in the trail so why don't you describe for the audience the um why it's i don't know the whole holistic race why that's so fascinating to people yeah it's it's definitely interesting because it's obtainable right so loon is is six miles N nothing that you can't do where something like you know leadville 100 is 100 miles that's that's not something everybody can do you're still getting, you know, Loon is still going to be the hardest race you've ever done, but you can do it. 
And then, you know, there's a great after party afterwards, you know, you celebrate that, you know, your accomplishment. Um, so I think that that makes it so exciting where, you know, and then when somebody does it next year, they bring a friend, you know, they're, they, they're now the ones that are being the enablers trying to get their friends to, to try it. Um, you know, a lot of this East coast run, running is, is super obtainable where, you know, it's not, you know, hundred mile races where, you know, something like Leadville is a hundred miles at 12,000 feet. Uh, elevation gain you know what you know what i mean like there's it's a it's a brutal thing where this is a is a great um it's not beginner but it it it's definitely something that that everybody can do oh do you put that yeah yeah please (laughs) you can't jump off your couch and do loon however (laughs) if you've done a half marathon you can do it yeah on the mount washington road race you can definitely do loon and i actually used to like it because the, the delta down on mount washington for and everybody knows this we've featured that race before but you're running up the auto road 7.6 miles and it's literally uphill the whole time there's there's no give to give to it so the the psychological part of you know never having any sort of level ground or or downhills really does a number on people in mount washington road race whereas loon well, certainly the steepness of doing walking boss at the end has no no comparison, but you you have sections in Loon where you're, you're in the trails, you're in shade, um, and and at various points, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of downhill. So, so yeah, like Mount Washington's great just because you know that you know a lot of people don't do trail racing because their first question is you know am I going to fall, roots, rocks, stuff like that. Mount Washington is that perfect hybrid where it's you're still getting all the vert going uphill and it's burning, but you don't have that that fear of, hey, I'm going to fall because it still is, a you know, a pavement race. Exactly. So so tell us how you took on the loon race. Yeah, during during covid, um, you know, Chris Dunn from Acidotic had reached out and he was starting to move on to his uh, tra- personal training business. And, you know, that's to take over Loon would have, I mean, that's, that's a no brainer. <laughs> it's uh you know, it's such an iconic race that, that, that wasn't, I don't think I got the word yes out fast enough. <laughs> Great. And we um, love to love to be a, uh, love to be a part of it. Tell us about uh, team USA and your involvement. Yeah. So now I'm part of a staff member for team USA for the ultra. Um, well, it's, it's kind of sort of, complicated so worlds used to be individual races individual distance throughout the world now they combine it into a world championships where you have mountain vertical 80k and 40k so um it's a it's a much better grouping for them for them because you get 48 team members that get to all hang out for the weekend even though they're better at different distances um and let's explore that after the break because i'd I'd actually like to understand a little bit more so the web, the website again is all one word six zero three endurance dot com. Hey Jay, do you think that we've intrigued you enough that uh, you'll consider the Loon Race or the Delta Little Mount Washington Road Race? I tell you, I tell you, you know, I'm ready for twenty twenty four and all kinds of exciting challenges. So absolutely, if, if, right, if that's, well. that's your answer. So Tom Hooper, the CFO and co-founder of six zero three Endurance, that is S I X, and then the numbers o three Endurance dot com. All kinds of great information there. 
We'll take a break. The Tom and Tom Show of Northeast Delta Dental Radio returns after these messages here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am Jay Dog, and next to me is President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Tom Raffio. And this week's guest is Tom Hooper. He is the CFO and co-founder of 603 Endurance. And uh, Tom founded it back in 2011, talking about Team USA and also all the races that are going to be coming up for 2024 and then some. So Tom and Tom, take it away. Alrighty. So uh, Tom, you were talking about Team USA and the different categories. So let's ex let's explore that so people can understand that. Yeah, so it's, it's basically Olympics for mountain running. So they combined all four events, uh, vertical, uh, mountain, 80K, and 40K. Um, so because I had put on the ragged 75 and 50K, that was a national championship. Bloom was the championship. USATF individuals kept coming to these races, and they're like, you know, this is this is pretty solid. Uh, we'd love for you to to, to be a staff, staff member. Um, one of the other guys we work with, Paul Kirsch, is also a staff member, and he – he uh, he really pushed pushed me to to do it. So um, we got to go to Thailand in last year, and then this year in in April we went to um, Innsbruck, Austria. For, and now the next one will be in 2025 um, in Spain. Wow! And uh, Joseph Joseph Gray went to Thailand, right? He went to Thailand and Austria. Yeah. So how did he how did he do? So everybody, the spirit of transparency. Joe Joseph is a good friend, and of course is. Uh, in in our book stories for the starting line and is definitely the re most renowned um, mountain champion um, in in the, certainly in the United States, uh, if not the world. So um, it's great that uh, um, you know we've got him to participate in the Delta Dental Mountain Challenge and he's done Loon, he's done Mount Washington, did did Sunapee. So how was the how was the experience uh, in Thailand and Austria? It was great. Yeah, and going to, to Joe, I mean, he just won two big awards, Mountain you know, mountain Runner of the Year and then um, uh, another award for USATF. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, they, they send us over there. You get to meet so many great people um, from from staff members to, to, you know, the best runners in the world. So it's, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a great opportunity. Wow. And uh, that's that's amazing. Um that, that we've gotten to know Joseph nicest as nice as as great as a as a mountain runner um, he's also a great human being and is using his voice for you know equity you know in 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 mountain running so it's great let me get back to you for a moment so when you did Leadville so that's a hundred miles at 12,000 feet so how did you train for it around here yeah for around here it's just it's just putting time on feet. Um, you can't get the elevation. There's unless you go out to Colorado and you know live for a little while. It's either you show up or you, <laughs> um, yeah, a week early or you just kind of fly in and and you take the pain. It's um, some people get really sick at elevation, and some don't. And I'm just uh, I'm just one of those people that 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 don't get sick. So a hundred miles. Tell us what that's like. It's horrible. The one foot <laughs> one foot in front of the other. Yeah, all the time. And, you know, it's just always going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, Vermont 100, we have that here in the in the Northeast. Uh, we do that every July. And then um, a bunch of us fly out to Leadville every August and, and, and do that race. So it's, yeah, you just, just kind of plug away at the miles. Well, I've been kind of intrigued because I was following the uh, 
that that race where you you run across the continent of Australia, um, okay, and the different the different techniques and an older runner ended up establishing the 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 the, the elites used to like run and then and then sleep for a few hours and then keep running. This guy somehow stayed stayed awake for, for the whole time and eventually since he never goes to sleep uh passes these people so that's become kind of the standard for that uh for that race but so when you do 100 i mean seriously are you are you ever stopping to take a five yeah. minute break i mean how does that work i mean yeah sometimes you take you know every every 10-ish miles you got to stop and grab some more water grab some more food um bathroom breaks stuff like that um so yeah it's you, you don't stop a lot or you try not to stop a lot uh sometimes it's not your day and you're stopping a, a ton um but yeah it's every day is different when it comes to that kind of that ultra distance so when you do you do it with when you go out there do you do you do, you do it with a 603 group contingent and do you guys trying to stick together or is it uh, part of the expression every person for himself yeah, usually during a race that long, it's every person for themselves. I mean, when you you know somebody's not feeling it early, you know, there's a lot of ebb and flow in how you feel. Um, so you take it when you can go. Um, but you know, we we try to do destination races. Like if we do a destination like a Key West marathon, you know, we'll rent a huge house. Twenty of us will go down, and then you know it's you know run the race and then have a good time afterwards. Well, you're pretty amazing. So. Uh you mentioned the delta dental mount washington road race why do you think um it is so iconic uh, and the, and i say that because um my experience has been that when people do it once they then want to become a streaker i mean occasionally there'll be the one and done i have it on my bucket list but invariably when we've used one of our uh, you know bypasses to get someone in they say you know what you know, I, you know, I, I did it in around two hours, but I know I can get below two hours. Um, so I want to do it again. So why is it so iconic? Is, is it what you said? I mean, essentially, you know, you, you, you basically run, you are running up the auto road, but it's not dangerous from the perspective you're going to trip over something, but like, why else would do you think it's iconic? Um, I think it's an opportunity to run with the best as well. I mean, you know, if you think about other sports like basketball, baseball, you never get to play with the majors. You don't get to go on the field and, and play catch with, you know, somebody. So it, I think when you get to run a race with Joseph Gray, with, you know, with, you know, whoever, you know, whoever's there that, you know, the best of the best that are, you know, I think that's cool. I think that's why it's so, uh, you know, it's, it's the hardest thing that you're probably going to do for a road race in the sense of how much that 7.6 miles hurts, which is a huge self-accomplishment, but you also got to, got to run with the best of the best, which is really, really neat. You know, you're having your turkey dinner after with <laughs> sitting next to, you know, Eric Blake, Joe Gray, like that, that, that's just cool. Exactly. And that's how I describe it to people. Um, just I almost identically to what you just said, Tom, which is, you're not going to go to on right field in Fenway Park. Mm -hmm. um, you're not just even, even if you could fake it out if you got no fly balls, but you're not. But you will line up next to Joseph Gray. 
Right. Um, and as you point out, uh, when people come down from the race, some of the more, I don't know, crazy athletes run back down to my wife, but most people, you know, take a van back down or, or a car. You may be sitting next to next lunch next to Joseph Gray. And yeah. I know, for example, that's how I got to know uh, Jackie Garreau, who's the only woman that uh, has ever won Boston and the Mount Washington Road Race. Um, and she's become a really great friend and I got her to come back last year and she intends to, uh, do, you know, do it again. So I, I, I love, I love the way you put that. So with that in mind and, uh, what excites you, um, about, uh, 2024 on, on your docket. And of course, as you know, we're going to once again, have the Delta Denim mountain challenge and. You know, we'll have different races, a Scutney and race the cog, et cetera. But what excites you about 2024? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm going to new states to do new races. Uh, I fly to Texas in January for a Bandera 100K. Um, so, you know, checking off different states, doing new ultras. Um, but 603, when we, when we start a new year, it's kind of like when you're a, a kid in school, you know, you go three or four months without seeing all your race buddies. It's great on those, you know, April and May new race, you know, it, like a new race season. It's just fun. You know, you get to see all those, all those people again. And that, yeah, I, I'm always excited for a, for a new, new race season. And I remember, I remember talking with you about this time last year and you were telling me that there was going to be a sanctioned race at Mount Sunapee. Uh, and I said, good luck. <laughs> it's now owned by corporate and you definitely um outfoxed everybody and uh came up with uh, two races which became part of the uh the delta dental mount washington uh excuse me delta dental mountain challenge are you are you having i know we're not going to include it this year and th this year's challenge but th uh, the mount sunapee race is coming back this year yeah, yeah so it'll be a one-day race versus a two-day uh, the two-day was more so we could do team selection for team usa for vertical and mountain so what we've done is combine the two courses we've taken the vertical from day one and the downhill from day two and combined them to a six mile race very similar to you know distance of, of loon um but you get it up and a down so it's uh and then and then we'll you know sam adams will have a big spring fling at 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 the base yeah that was a terrific last year I'm, I'm a big skier at mount sunapee and you know to see those races last uh, early spring was 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 amazing and um and this year's delta dental mount challenge will include loon of course um race the top of vermont uh the delta dental mount washington race the cog of scutney and pack monadnock so i got to get you out to a race race the cog what do you think sure um we love that race you are literally racing jay you're racing against the cog mm -hmm. in year one joseph gray beat the fastest cog train up got a special bonus and 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 the engineers actually weren't too happy about that so so last year they made sure to beat joseph up the mountain um, and Tom, if you're looking for a challenge, I think, you know, racing across Australia, you might be able to uh, meet in Ned Brockman, who's done it in 47 days. If you can take if you can take two months off of your 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 wonderful job. But uh, anyway, for, for everybody, 
the world to know. I mean, Tom is the salt of the universe. 603 Endurance has really made uh, trail racing in New Hampshire top of the line, and Northeast Delta Dental really enjoys partnering with Tom on all of his races. Um, we appreciate your support, and we can't do it without you. And uh, some of those races are in the Delta Dental Mountain Challenge. But thank you, Tom, for uh, um, doing what you do for the uh, for the running and trail community. Again, it's 603endurance.com, and you're the CEO and co-founder. So who was the other co-founder? Uh, Alex Matrucci. Ah, okay. It's a yep. trivia question. Remember that, Jay, because next time I talk to you, that'll be my trivia question. I'll have it. Oh, <laughs> I've got it right in the brain right here, so all good. Okay, the Tom and Tom Show comes to a close. Uh, Tom Hooper, the CFO and co-founder of 603 Endurance, the guest this week on an all-new Northeast Delta Dental Radio for Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I'm Jay Dog. We'll have another edition next time of Northeast Delta Dental Radio right here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.